0: Let's go. Your turn. Yeah. Hold on, I have to feel it. Mm-hmm. I gotta feel it, man. Matt, I gotta feel it. it. do it. We promised. got 52 episodes. This is the 52nd episode. I need to make sure I feel it.
1: There is now a year's worth of content. Ooh. Shut. Shut up. Just shut up. Just shut up. Just shut up and do your job, okay?
0: What's up, Peace? My name's Mike. I'm Matt. And this is the Pink Cold Peace Podcast, a podcast about 220-somethings, talking all things Nintendo. Matt, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good. How are
0: you? I'm very good. Uh, further proving the fact that when we decide to do something, we can't do it. We are recording today on really, Thursday, actually, May 23rd. You know, we always had... Thursday was a problem. and would be like, we, okay, we have to figure out, and everyone has to plan a schedule around doing Thursday. And then we said, okay, now we're going to do Tuesday. And suddenly now Thursday is the day we can all do... <laughs> But we're recording on a Thursday. It's the Thursday before Memorial Day weekend. I am super excited to, you know, not be working.
1: Do you have to go to work tomorrow?
0: I do, but I get okay. out at two. So oh, yeah, I have a three. I'll get out early, and then I'm heading down the shore. I'm going to be there until Monday. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. good riddance. Well, I mean, I always go no, down. No, it's cool. You I didn't want you
1: ruining my weekend anyway, so this is probably the best case scenario. <laughs> I
0: weep. So, well I haven't been seeing you. Have you been, how are you? <laughs> well, I was What good have you even playing? I was good until some jackass <laughs> came along. Um, I've been uh, so I've been playing a couple things. Okay. I am continuing my uh, my forays into Saint Row the third. Okay. I you know, basically I'd say when you're playing this game, there's there's basically two different like progression paths you have. There's the storyline, which I'm taking pretty slowly, like taking like one mission, maybe one mission a day or two missions a day. And there aren't that many. Like, when we talked last week, I said, oh, I'm 25% done. I don't know if that's, like, everything or just the story mode. It has to just be the story mode. Because only when I go up, when I do a mission, does it go up. And it goes up by a fair amount. Because I know there's not, like, super, super long storyline content here. But the other big thing is, like, taking control of the city. So like when you do when you do a mission maybe, like I talked last week about the insurance fraud. You do a mission where you do this insurance fraud thing where you have to throw yourself in front of the cars. Oh yeah.
1: Like throw yeah, yourself yeah, into yeah, traffic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: When you beat that, you unlock a couple of those around this open world city and you can go to them and if you go to them and complete the mission, you get control of that like section of the town and it gives you passive income in terms of money laundering. And you also buy, you can buy, you know, new locations. Some of them are just office buildings, but like, you know, the ammo store or the costume shop and stuff like that. So I would say that I'm doing both of those. So I'm, I, I, I like this idea of like, I'm taking over the city, like, you know, everything's going purple and it's really awesome. So there's like three major areas in the game and I'm done with one of them. Like I think unless missions are going to come up again later, I have everything that's available there. And it's, it's still stupid fun, you know? Uh, it doesn't stop being stupid yeah, fun. Yeah, it's like... Great uh, game. Yeah, it still does look, like I said, it still looks like a game from 2011. And, you know, I, I would say, like, you know, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but Final Fantasy, like, PS2 era forward, I'm usually fine, as long as it's not buck Correction, ugly. it
1: actually looks worse than a game from 2011.
0: Yes. No, we talked about this already. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I mean, like, Playing Final Fantasy X. Final Fantasy X is a game that came out in the early 2000s. Now, that one is, like, a higher-fidelity graphics, and that one does look nicer than this game does, which really says something the more you think yeah, about it. that's really sad. But really, if if it's GameCube era or above graphics, that's kind of where I stop caring. You know, the frame rate's fine. The, yeah, people's faces look kind of weird, and there's a little uncanny valley going on, but it's almost part of the charm. Like, if this was, like, a super-serious game, I think it would bother me more. Like, if... If, uh, if L.A. Noir looked like this, I'd be like, I'm kind of not in the experience anymore. Yeah, well,
1: I, it really wouldn't work for L.A. noir because of how seriously that game takes itself. You know what I mean?
0: What What do you mean? I, I thought, like, the isn't there a part in, like, the third mission where, you're, uh, where you, the guy who you thought was your partner pulls out a big purple dildo sword in L.A. Noir?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, totally,
0: totally. totally. Okay, yeah, because that's 100%. a game I totally played. 100%. Yes. Uh, anyway... The other thing I've been playing, I think you've been playing as well, so I figured we'll talk about it together. Yeah. Oh, I haven't been in a couple other games, too, though. You wanna... Well, why don't we, we... This will be our progression from me to you. Oh, okay. Okay. Fine. So, uh, Matt and I have both been playing Sonic Team Racing, which yes. came out on Tuesday. From what we talked about earlier, my big my big takeaway is if you've been listening to us talk about this, sh- this game on the podcast, it is exactly what I was expecting it to be. I wouldn't say any more than that. Hmm.
1: Um, it's better than I thought it'd be. I am enjoying okay. it more
0: than I thought I would, but it's not Mario Kart. It's not Mario Kart. I, I do feel that, well, Oh yeah, well, why don't you, sorry. No, go
1: ahead. It's not Mario Kart, but I'm also not, in, like, in my head, I'm not actively comparing it to Mario Kart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's different enough that I can enjoy it
0: without being like, Mario
1: Kart did it better.
0: Yes, and that's what I was going to say. Our big concern, or my big concern, was that I wanted to make sure this game really distinguished itself from Mario Kart. Because if you're bad Mario Kart, you're just bad Mario Kart. Why am I not playing Mario Kart? And the the team mechanics, which we've talked about on the show, but real quick, just you can pass items to one another, and the items get stronger. You can, like, ride people's turbulence, essentially. Like, they make a path behind them, and if you drive on it, you get a speed boost once you go off of it. And the last thing, which I don't think we talked about, is... If someone, like, wipes out on your team and you, like, crash into them, they get a speed boost and they get, like, basically pulled up with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the more of those things you do, you get, like, a team boost that makes you go super, super fast. Right. And that is not a lot, but it but really matters. A lot.
1: Yeah, a lot of the gameplay, I feel like, revolves around those... Con- like, if you're not in first for your team, you better be on that guy's tail, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because so... Only only whoever's in first is giving you the tr- like there's a yellow trail that shows up behind the guy in first. Who's on your team?
0: Yeah, whoever's your, your team. furthest, first.
1: your team first. And if you stay in that trail, you're gonna constantly be getting a, like a speed boost. and also
0: when you leave it, you'll get a super speed boost. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I've seen this in some of the missions that I've played. It's almost better, like, if you're in first and your allies are in, like, eighth and ninth, it's almost better for you to kind of hang back. Right. And, like, get them. Because it's easier for you to, like, you know, ride each other's turbulence and cut in front of one another and then cut in front of one another and, like, climb up as a team together than just saying, listen, I'm the best and I'm in first and you two can figure it out.
1: Exactly. You should, especially when you're playing with
0: CPUs. Yeah. And I think this. that's another thing that's really good. The CPUs in this game get how the mechanics work. They're not dumb
1: and i i'm willing to bet that was probably part of at least part of the reason the game was delayed definitely to make sure cuz i like i was very curious as to how much the team mechanics would really matter and when you play the game they like you need to be constantly thinking about them yeah cuz if you're not game you're games. not going to win yeah exactly and um, just if the cpus
0: especially when you're playing like story mode if the cpus didn't follow it the game would be terrible yeah it would be a nightmare to play and I think the other thing that's a good testament to how good the CPUs are is before we started recording tonight, me and Matt, for the first time, played a level together. And I don't know about you, but that was the first time I've played co-op in this game. And it was good because the computer still knew what to do, but, like, if I offered an item, the computer would wait. It would say, okay, hold on, does Matt want the item? Right. And if you didn't take it in the bar right before the bar ended, he'd be like, okay, I'm yeah, taking it. Yeah,
1: and if you, um, if I have played in story mode where a CPU is offered an item, and the other CPU on your team will also not take the item until the bar goes out Okay, good. If, if you want the item.
0: Yeah. And that's smart, you know? It's like, I mean, you're not dealing with real people, so they need to kind of right, mitigate exactly. where
1: they so can. Right, exactly.
0: Yeah. Although you kind of went into something that's uh, another cool thing about this game is the story mode, which looks like it's right out of New Super Mario Brothers. U in it's terms fine. of, like, the way that it's, like, set up on a map. Yeah, and the, I, my friend texted me, and I, he was like, would it really
1: kill Sega to animate these cutscenes? And I was like, yeah, it literally would have killed them. Yes.
0: I mean, I don't really I, care. I don't really care yeah. either. I just thought it was funny. I, I like the idea of having a story mode just because it's something to... I mean, I, I just want to play races. I mean, any Sonic game that ever comes out has to have a story mode. Yeah, it's there's, a little weird if it's There's just didn't. a thing. Yeah. And you're not really playing for the story. You're playing because it's just, you know, interesting missions and stuff like that. And there's, um in addition to just regular races and Grand prix the story mode has, like, challenge levels, which, they're okay. I I haven't played a challenge level yet. They, they're interesting designs, and I enjoy experiencing them, but they are a lot harder than they seem. Mm. And I'm not sure if it's because I'm bad at them, or they're not greatly designed, and, like, I still am not sure. Like, uh, the three I've done so far is, one is the ring challenge, which is pretty common, where... Essentially, you know, the levels have rings on them automatically. Right. But you have to co- try to collect as many rings as possible under the time limit. But if you're drifting when you hit rings, you get a time boost. So the idea is that, like, you know, there might be, like, packs of four rings on either side of the map. And what you have to do is you basically have, like, snake drift between the sides to get the time boost. Because right. it's really not about getting rings. It's about getting... The speed boost. Well, it, it, keeping your time up. Because the only way you're going to get time is if you're drifting and hitting rings... And eventually you'll just get there if you can keep your time bonus right. up. And some of them are pretty hard, but it is enjoyable. I'm liking the experience. And then the other ones are like, you know, dodge the poles, go through traffic and stuff like that. And they have, a, they have an interesting design to them, but they're kind of similar. But they're not bad. I'm, I'm excited to, once I get more customization options for my characters, be able to say, okay, this is the person I want to do this mission with. Cool. Yeah. Also, there's customization options.
1: Right, yeah. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of them too. Yeah, it's like it, I, I would almost relate the way you get them to, um, to arms almost. Yes. Because yes. they're unique to characters. You don't have to play a mini game for them. You just have to put them in a a gacha machine, thing. and you and, get the coins for doing anything. Right, and you get the coins for doing literally anything, and then you get different items which are unique to different characters, and then you can
0: customize your car
1: with those items.
0: Yeah, so it's like you get. There's, like, I mean, there's, like, you know, cosmetic mods that we should get for everybody. Like, I just got a bunch of, like, vinyl stickers I can stick on people's cars. But there's also, I think, yeah, there's, like, three or four different slots for each character's car part. And there's, like, six car parts per character per slot. So, like, uh, 15 characters, 24 customization options. Do the math. It's somewhere around 360 different pieces of items to Mm -hmm. get. And I like it. Because I don't know if how much you've done, but it seems to favor picking characters you've used. Because I'm getting a lot more stuff for Sonic and Chao than everybody else, and they're the only yeah. two characters I've used in story mode. It Because I've mainly used only Sonic, and I have almost everything for Sonic already. Wow, okay. So yeah, it must have something to do with that, mm-hmm. then. So, it's... And I like it because it's a cute system. It's like, you know... It reminds me of, like, original Mario Kart 8, where I like when you, um, when you finished... Uh, a cup a gold cup you just randomly get a character there was no it wasn't like okay when you beat 150 cc gold on special you got pink gold peach no it was just it was random and the same thing with the car parts and it just i I mean obviously you want to be able to work towards something but there's something nice about saying i'm just gonna play this game for having fun but then in the background i am still like there's progress being made into the but game.
1: The first time, the first time I was playing the game, I was trying on the story mode to play every mission through hard, because I was like, "Oh, I'm really good at Mario Kart. This game will be the same." First of all, it's not. Second of <laughs> all, I like I needed the new car parts to be good at at the harder difficulties. Yeah, because
0: I mean, and it, it's important to note the car parts don't just make you better. They just they allow you to do customizations on right. top of the they unique what they like do
1: is they allow you to emphasize your make your car prioritize your own playstyle I would say I agree because with that. like I like to go really fast and sacrifice my handling and my defense really? for speed and that's the way that I've been doing it okay and okay. once you get enough car parts you can manipulate your car and make it
0: like that or however you want yeah and like as an opposite to, to Matt here I'm all about good putting my car on uh, better handling and better top speed because my uh, or my argument would be, I don't care if my acceleration is crap. If I can handle well enough to not hit walls, I'm just going to keep speeding up. And if I have a really high top speed, like by the third lap, I should be just cruising past people. Right. But you have those options. Like, there's a good amount of customization.
1: Yeah, there's a lot.
0: Yeah. And one thing before we kind of close the book on this for now, because I'm sure we'll talk about this again next week, mm-hmm. is... The game has a lot of character in it. Like, we oh were my talking, god, it's beautiful! It's beautiful. The music, most of the music is remixes. Like Yeah, it's great. Like, there's a remix. There's so far. I said this about. There's like, I, I really liked Sonic R because I played it on Sonic Gems Collection, and people make jokes about how that game and its music is trash. But this game has like two or three songs that are remixes of Sonic R. And I really like them. And there's that level, like, with the ocean, which is the remix of the first level of Sonic Heroes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this this the songs are really good. I think also just the levels look so pretty. They do. Like, I, I would go so
1: far as to say I like just the aesthetic of some of these levels more than Mario Kart 8 Deluxe.
0: I agree. I because think the I characters, Mar- I mean, the levels in Mario Kart 8 that are good are really good. Right, but I feel like every level in this game just kind of pops. It's very nice to me. And just and it's very Sonic.
1: It's very and maybe it's because I'm not as familiar with Sonic as I am Mario. Because I mean, who isn't?
0: <laughs> but fair. Um, what is a Zavod? Is, is more. <laughs> I actually love that game. I just haven't played it. And I just it's, yeah,
1: just very unique to me. And like the, the so the thing about Mario is I feel like Mario levels have started to become more and more like generic now. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I think it's it, the fact is is the the. Because there's so many different Mario levels and Mario games, the stages are starting to blend more.
1: Right, and I, guess, I also guess it's because, like, when did when did Mario Kart 8 originally come out? 20, Mario, uh, 2015,
0: I want to say? 2015,
1: 2014, somewhere around there. Yeah, No, it had to be before that, because I was playing it while I was still in high school. So it must have been 2014,
0: 2013. That would make sense. Uh, I say 20, yeah, because my brother was... Still living at home, and I was in college. Yeah, because I was in high school when Mario Kart 8 came out. So 2013, 2014-ish.
1: So, like, that would mean that I have been playing those courses for four or five years. Yeah. Which is probably why the, this game's courses feel so refreshing to me, because I have Oh,
0: absolutely, done. yeah. And, and, yeah, the more I think about that, that makes a lot of sense. Because, yeah, as much as, as much as Mario Kart 8 is a fantastic game, I mean, and we did get, what, 16 new courses... Over the course of those five years. Yeah. Um even then, first off, some of those levels are a little like are based off other levels or are right. right. rehashes.
1: It's like it's a combination of the fact that I've been playing the same levels for five years and the amount of time any gamer plays
0: or spends playing Mario Kart, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's just it's bound to happen. Yeah. So I think a breath of fresh air and saying, hey, I don't know what the fastest route in this level is and that's really exciting to me. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, exactly. Because it's not like, I mean, don't get me wrong, Mario Kart 8's still friggin' great. But right. I, mean, I mean, yeah. I would, from my two, two and a half
1: hours with this game, I would still say Mario Kart 8 is a better game. Oh, definitely. But, like... But for
0: $40, this is a really good game.
1: But experience. I didn't know it was going to be $40 oh, you until did. a couple days ago and I was like, oh, it's only $40. I feel so much better about myself now. <laughs> And, like, that almost, it almost, to me, justifies the fact there's only 16 characters and only 20 courses.
0: 15 characters. 15 characters, sorry. There's 20, I thought it was 24 courses. I think it's only 20. Oh. I must have read something wrong, then. Maybe, or maybe I counted wrong. I don't know. Because I, I
1: believe there's five Grand Prix of four courses each.
0: Oh, see, I thought there was a locked Grand Prix, and I don't know. Oh, maybe, maybe that's it, then. Okay. Uh, uh, regardless, yeah. I mean, 20 stages, 24 stages. That's not a lot, but the levels... They, they make them stand out. They're, they're good levels. Yeah, they do
1: really make them stand out.
0: Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, so Sonic Team Racing, I'm sure we'll talk about it next week. But Matt, what else have you been playing? You said you had so many games to talk about. I was excited. Yeah, there's two others. What you got? Um,
1: so I played... You Kingdom
0: Hearts, I swear. The
1: prologue of Darkwood. Oh, okay. And here's the issue, okay? it has This issue has nothing to do with the way the game plays. But it takes literally five minutes for the game to load. Ouch. And, like, by the time it finally loads, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's, like, like only five minutes. But also, I'm, like, sitting there waiting for this game to open for
0: five minutes. And, like, for some reason, in my mind, there comes a point where I'm like, I don't even care anymore. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I don't mean this in a rude way, but, like... You know when the Witcher takes five minutes to load, it's a little different. It's the Witcher, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. like when I think about long load times, I think about what, the one time I watched you play the Witcher oh for like three hours. Oh my god, the hours. Witcher's load times
1: were forever. Yeah. But I
0: didn't care because the Witcher. Yeah, and it's good. Uh, actually, just a jump back by the way. Silent Team Racing load times are a little long. I would compare it to original Mario Kart eight levels of load yeah, time. Yeah, Like not bad, but like you do notice. They're port level.
1: They're port load
0: times. Yeah. I like honestly didn't really phase me. Huh, okay. But um. So Darkwood, five minute long load times.
1: And there is only like, I believe the part of the game that i play played at least, there was, no, there were two load times. There was one load time to load up the prologue, and then when you start chapter one, there's another load. Um, But that, the second one wasn't nearly as long. But every time you turn the game off totally, and turn it back on and press continue from the main menu, that super long load time comes back up. Oof and like that's a big oof that is an oof for me because then when i get into bed at like 10 o'clock at night and i'm like all right ready to play a video game for like a half hour i'm like S- wait if i spend like five minutes doing nothing in bed in the dark Waiting and now for i'm it. like okay i'm ready to go to sleep good night <laughs> <laughs> um
0: poor Darkwood. gameplay is also very slow really like now, like because it's a port or because of the game because
1: the game okay be- just because you're move- and like it's a horror game so it, sh- it there's it should be kind of slow when you think about it just for the sake of suspense yeah but your move speed is so slow that i'm like i don't care <laughs> i'm like come on mm-hmm. i mean like what i played was like i enjoyed it but nothing nothing really stood out to me nothing was like this is why i this is why I had to get this game. Okay. But of course, again, I've played like
0: 45 minutes. Maybe. Maybe. So 45 minutes if you count load times.
1: Right, yeah, if you count load times. <laughs> um, it also had a couple of like point and clicky elements.
0: Interesting. So like
1: you would, you would walk around, you'd get stuff, you'd have an inventory and you could like combine things in your inventory. You could make other things to solve puzzles in the environment. Okay. So like that was kind of interesting, but like... <laughs> it was unoriginal. Well, maybe, like, again, maybe it is original. I don't know. I played 45 minutes including load times. So, hey, like,
0: hey, I'll it, let you know. It does say something that's having trouble keeping your attention now.
1: hmm Exactly.
0: And maybe it's also just, like, the
1: fact that I just started, like, playing, like, three games. Yeah. I mean, that week. happens. And the other game that I've been playing this week, I've only played for, like, maybe... I played chapter one,
0: and I think I spent, like, an hour, is uh, Plague Tale.
1: Which is a PS4 game.
0: Oh yeah. Well, a PS4 and, and PC, right? Because people were talking about I think so. People have been talking about it on Twitter and Oh really? I mean, enough people have been talking about it that I know about it.
1: Oh. What's the what's the reaction on Twitter
0: right now? Uh the, the consensus I'm seeing is that it's pretty good. Yeah, I it does something different. The rats are creepy. The rats are creepy. Um,
1: <laughs> I like I like it. I like the the whole cause it's based off of, but not necessarily the bubonic plague. So it's it's very interesting. Um, the story, I played the first chapter, which was, like, the opening. It was a little rushed, but also good. You can tell it's a smaller studio, which I don't necessarily care about. But, like, it's a small studio really
0: trying to pull off a AAA game, which I respect. Yeah, and I've heard this studio, it's like, they always kind of go for broke on these games. And sometimes right. it doesn't work, but this time, apparently, it's It's like, yeah, good. like, they gave it their all. And it's like, wow. It's like, like, for example, you can tell that this game,
1: it looks very good but you can tell it wasn't motion captured.
0: Yes, because like
1: I mean when a game looks photorealistic in 2019 99% of the time it was motion captured. This game was not. And now just cuz of the like the world, the environment we live in, you can tell it's not. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily bother bad. The but. animations are really good. There is Deadface on the characters, which does kind of bum me out because it is, like, a very emotion-heavy game. So the fact that the characters aren't showing a ton of emotion makes me go, oh, okay. But the voice acting is pretty good. Well, that's good. Um, Just read the subtitles real hard. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was very cool. I mean, like, I came off of Game of Thrones and now I'm playing another medieval game. So, like, that's cool. Well, let me know how that one is because I've heard good things and I want
0: to hear what your opinions are. Yeah. Uh, is that all the games you've been playing? That is all the games I've been playing. All right, so let's go to indie news. Yeah, let's. I have the two battle. two bits. One I know you all like, and one I really like. All right, uh, go for it. Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons is hit yes. Woof, is coming to Switch on May twenty eighth. Th- I have not played this game, but I know you've told me on play more than one occasion the to play. Ever loving shit out of this game. I'm excited. Do you know anything about it? Nothing. I know it's about tale of two sons. I- I,
1: I love I This game is in my top five games of all time. Really? I love this game.
0: Okay, okay. Then I have to play it. I have to play it. Uh, I mean, it, it if you know about this game, I mean, even like people like me who didn't play this game, you know about this game. It's been I'm, on Steam I'm, for a I'm million years. I'm bonkers excited to play this game again. Yeah. Uh, the other one I want to talk about is very recent news. On the, one of the eShops, Slay the Spire got a release date of June 4th. Oh, neato. Yes, which is a little short of my belief of it's going to be the available now on E three, but only by like seven days. Yeah, you're close. Yeah, so that's really yes, exciting I think their presentation's me. on the tenth. Yeah, there we go. So I mean, they'll probably show it in the sizzle reel, mm-hmm. but it's I mean, it's very exciting. I mean, I've been I've been looking forward to this game. It's got a million good reviews on Steam, and it just came out on PS four. So I was like, okay, okay, come on, it's got to be soon. And actually. Before we recorded tonight, I had them saying that they were on Reddit saying how we're so close we can't announce a date yet but we are so close and that's what my note says, but tonight I was on the train and I saw that it got put on the eShop. so it's very exciting. I will be sure to give you guys a full in-depth review oh, once I play can't wait. I am so excited for this game. I hope it sucks. It doesn't everyone <laughs> it's already good. I know
1: I'm just kidding I just love to see your face.
0: What a jerk. <laughs> I
1: am a jerk. Um, do you
0: have any indie news? Yeah, I got,
1: I got a couple. Um, Dead Cells Rise of the Giant DLC is out now. Yes, it's out today, right? It is out today. I will eventually try it when I have time.
0: Wow. Um, See, I
1: would have thought you would have been right on this. I Like, I will be, but, like, I don't have time to play tonight. Probably not going to be able to play tomorrow. Probably won't be able to play all weekend. Why? You're going to be I'm crying busy. the whole time
0: because I'm not here.
1: Yes, that is what I'll be doing. Okay.
0: Um... Do, thank you for thank you for um <laughs> humoring me and not telling me that you're not doing that
1: rad is coming out on august 20th that was that game from double fine oh
0: yeah in the um in the direct another the, one of those in indie direct Another one of those i said this looks like crap and your guys like no it doesn't look like crap if and I you was watch like, the, direct- the gameplay yes <laughs> again those indie games
1: right um and celeste devs have confirmed that there will be new story content in the farewell dlc that's for free
0: yes I just need that DLC to come out because they won't launch. They won't send my physical edition until that's out. It'll be out soon enough. I know, but I want to play Celeste. Um, but that's all the the indie news. Okay, then let's move on. Let's start moving and groove. Main bit of news. This has been a story for the making. Matt, have you been following the Pokemon Uniqlo oh, contest? Oh, I'm so glad we're starting with this. Okay, so here's the quick and dirty. <laughs> Uniqlo is uh it's a south korean company there they're like a they're like south korean old navy is how I compare them and they have stores in the u.s and they have stores across the world but they have a contest partnering with the pokemon company now they've partnered with nintendo on a lot of like you know things before basically they said design a shirt and the ones that we like the most will sell and the grand prize gets ten thousand dollars and that shirt the grand prize shirt will be a customization option in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Which also indirectly confirmed customization, <laughs> because yes. we didn't know before. We did not know, and you know, people were very excited about that, but that's not the point here. The co- The contest came out, and the shirts, I, I looked through all of them, they're really cool. I wish more of them were in men's sizes, but they're I, very I mean, cool. Oh, of course they're not. I need to look at them. They're really, really nice. The winner did a thing, it was like, um, I compare it to, you know the little totem squares in Monster Hunter? It's like that, but Gyarados with magic. Yeah, on the I bottom. saw that one. So that was the grand prize winner. However, two days later, it was found out that there was a rule in this contest that said you cannot have used this design or sold this design anywhere else. And someone said this person did sell this design. It was on the back of a phone case that they were selling on, you know, some small like, uh, from what I understand, like an yep. Etsy shop style thing. We didn't hear anything. We didn't hear anything. Today we heard more news. That person has been disqualified, and that shirt, and no shirts, will be coming to Pokemon Sword and Shield customization. Well, you
1: know, a second shirt was found. Oh, really? Yeah, there was a Mewtwo
0: shirt. Oh, the Mewtwo shirt, that somebody too? somebody stole.
1: Oh, God. It's like someone stole someone else's
0: design and claimed it was their own. See, this is, again, pointing the fact that the Pokemon community ruins things for the Pokemon this community. Is, guys, this is why
1: Game Freak and the Pokemon Company don't trust us to do anything. Yep. <laughs> like, this is why they're so strict with their IP. <laughs> yep.
0: It's, like, such a pity. But, yeah, that's that's the kind of crap we're dealing with now. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, what can you do? So, it, did they just cancel the contest? Well, the grand prize was the only person who was going to get money. The right. other people, their designs get sold. And only the grand prize winner was going to have their shirt and sword and shield. Right, so can't they just pick it? No, age? they just disqu- They said there's going to be no grand prize winner now. Well, that sucks. Yep. <laughs> Not fun. Not... So no, no shirt's gonna be in the game. No, no Uniqlo shirt will be in the game. Bummer, bummer indeed. Next bit of news I have: Um, Resident Evil Four came out. Oh wait, I've got another
1: couple pieces of Pokemon news. Can we just? Yeah, okay, let's do that. Uh, Pokemon Rumble Rush is now available on Android.
0: Yes, have you played any of it yet? What does this look like to you? Oh, yeah, it's an iPhone. I forgot. You're uh, you're the inferior uh, phone carrier. I have played a little bit of it. It's Pokemon Rumble on your phone. That's what I figured. Yep. Did you get a Gen 7 Pokemon yet? No, not yet. I've only played a little bit. Oh, okay.
1: And um, Game Freak said that they're starting to start prioritizing new original projects.
0: Yeah, I was reading about this. So they basically were explaining they have two teams, like their A team and their B team. And they've kind of explained that you know their A team and their B team, the A team is the is the new IP one. They're saying, we're kind of saying, this is our main team. And then we have the B team, which is making Pokemon. And doing, like, cross-pollination between the two to kind of get new ideas into Pokemon and people who have been, you know, Pokemon veterans trying their hand at new things. And they say it's very refreshing to not be working on a Pokemon game for once. And
1: I've seen all these clickbaity videos that are like, Game Freak moving away from Pokemon? And it's like, no, they just know how to make Pokemon games. Yeah. And it, like, You they make it sound like the B team is like the non prioritized,
0: but it's like it's not that, it's just there's two different teams, and one of them has a letter A and one of them has a letter B. Yeah, and like, guess what? Game Freak I mean, Game Freak makes the games, but Pokemon Company is the one who produces them, right? So it's like, hey, this team over here will be funded for all eternity by Game Freak, Nintendo, and everyone else who has to stake the Pokemon Company. Yeah, and this so Game Freak personal stake yeah it should be in the non-pokemon stuff because stuff exactly exactly that's their passion projects not saying they don't love pokemon i'm sure that. i mean they love pokemon but right yeah i just i saw this and i was like are you kidding me because yeah i saw some of those too i was like that's so stupid
1: i was like come on
0: yeah so that's that uh, that's it yeah uh so back to resident evil 4 the switch port does not have motion control people are pissed about this that's Stupid. Yeah, because... Like, like, if any system would have it, it would be this be one. the system. And, like, yeah, so it's very odd. I mean, I, I'm probably going to pick this up eventually if it goes on sale, because I've never played Resident Evil 4, honestly. But it's been on every system ever. It's the Skyrim of Resident Evil games. So, eventually, I do want to play it. But I was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer. Although it does have GameCube controller support. Like, if you have a GameCube, like, for Super Smash Bros., you can play with it. Oh, cool. Which is cool. cool. Uh next thing i have uh, demo codes are going out for mario kart world tour um uh, the consensus is weird so far i would take everything with a grain of salt because it is a demo and they're testing things on purpose yeah but uh if you're interested and want to learn about what's going on i'd say go look around what i, what I
1: did here is right now um, auto acceleration and um the thing that makes sure
0: that you don't run into a wall is permanently on. Yeah. It's, so it's like Mario Kart 8 with, with right. auto steering and, and auto you, um, acceleration.
1: You, you slightly control your trajectory, um,
0: and also you tap the screen to use items. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested in this. I mean, like, I'm not... I am excited, don't get me wrong, but it's also, I mean, in the end of the day, it is a mobile game, and my opinions about it will be weird regardless, personally. Right. yeah. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing what the final version of it looks like. Because, I mean, they're doing this dem, this beta on purpose, right? Like, if it was ready to roll out, they would have been like, okay, we're going to roll this out, you yeah. know?
1: And, I mean, eventually there will be a little mini-direct about it, and they will tell us about it. Because, like, another thing that I've heard is a lot of people just kind of, like, get the game. There's like no, there's not really any context. You yeah. You know what I mean?
0: There's not a lot to do.
1: Right. So. So I think I think when Nintendo kind of, like, sells it to
0: you and gives you the 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 nitty-gritty here's everything as opposed to we're making sure the game works right now right i think i think it will matter more um kind of keeping on the uh on the mobile game thing you see what happened in belgium no uh nintendo pulled animal crossing pocket camp of fire emblem heroes because belgium recently i mean end of 2018 uh, banned loot boxes oh, okay. in video yeah, yeah, games, yeah, 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 yeah. and Nintendo is basically saying, "Hey, instead of taking those things out of the game, we're just going to pull in Belgium," which like is kind of a bummer, but I mean, you know, I mean those those
1: games are based around the loot boxes. So. Yeah,
0: and it's like, are those games fun without microtransactions? Yes, they're fine. I mean, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, nah, 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 nah. but they're fine. They, they right. are they are right. their series. How about that? Yeah. So. As much as I'm like, oh, you didn't take it out, it's like, I get it, you know, would you rather just have one product that you have to sell or change it just for this one country, and then you're gonna have people, like, doing weird things, be like, I want the right. Belgium version. Yeah, exactly, so, exactly. But yeah, so if you, if you play in Belgium, hmm, sorry guys. Sucks. Yeah.
1: Um, the next thing I have is, we got a announcement for the pre-order bonus for Fire Emblem. Oh yeah, I saw GameStop. this. And I really want it. Yeah. Um, so at GameStop, you get a pin set for the three houses.
0: Yeah, so they're like the banners of the three houses. Right, they're the emblems. It's very exciting. I saw that last night, I think. I was like, ooh, 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 yeah, I need those. So I
1: want to get that. And um, the last piece of news that I have is another trailer dropped for um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 today, ah. which was the X-Men trailer.
0: Nice. And it
1: announced three new characters. There you go. It announced Nightcrawler, Psylocke, and Magneto.
0: Ooh. Oh yeah, I did see Magni. I saw the I saw the still on mm-hmm. on YouTube. So I'm like, oh sweet.
1: Um, so now there's
0: two playable villains in the game. Cool. Really cool. So hopefully there'll be more. Yeah, definitely. There'll definitely be more, right? I'm sure there'll be yeah. more. Uh, um but yeah. Yeah, I have two actually three more bits of news. Actually four more bits of news. I keep reading, there's more news. Whoa. There's a lot of news this week. Uh That Yu-Gi-Oh! game that I was going off about? Oh, yeah. It got a release date, uh, August 20th, and it will have a physical release, and um, very reminiscent of Yu-Gi-Oh! games of our past. It comes with three promo cards in it. Oh, that's cute. And I was reading these, and I was like, wow, I've been out of this game for a long time. I have no idea what any of these things mean. I haven't played since I was like, seven. I haven't played, I I can't even remember the last time I played Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm excited. I'm getting the physical copy, but, you know. Oh my god. Of course I'm getting the physical copy. Are you surprised I'm getting the physical copy? I'm just surprised you're getting the game to begin with. Listen, listen. If I don't have to pay for it, I like card game simulators. I'm sorry. You have to pay for it. No, I'm saying I don't have to, like, pay for, um... Like, I'm not paying into... booster packs? Yeah, I'm not paying into the game. You know what what I mean? It's like, hey, here's the entire Yu-Gi-Oh! experience for $30. But is it the entire Yu-Gi-Oh! experience? It is. There's over 9,000 cards in there. Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of cards. It's a lot. Uh, so that's that. We also got a big info dump on Dragon Quest Builders two, which oh, I, I mean, we already knew this was coming out July twelfth, but we have more info on the DLC packs now. If you're you know if you're a real crazy Dragon Quest Builders fan, which I, I would say I kind of am, uh, this game's already been out in Japan for a while. I think it came at the end of last year. So there's four DLC packs coming. The first one is free and it just comes with a couple things it's whatever that one will launch in the united states on uh july 26th along with that is a dlc pack that's already come out in japan this one's going to be six dollars and it's just like 40 new recipes so it's you know essentially it's from what it sounds like it's based around a location in a dragon quest game like a like an inn like on a mountainside or something like that so it's going to be you know probably like floor patterns, wall patterns, pieces of furniture, like, versions of stuff you already have in the game, but, like, designed after this aesthetic. But that's that one, and it's the cheapest one. So those both come out July 26th. Then we're gonna have two other packs. One comes out August 2nd, and one comes out August 9th. They're both $10 each. The first one, I'm bummed is uh, locked behind DLC, and the second one, I don't really care about. The second one is essentially, like, the first one, but it's all, like modern craft building so it's like making like a fancy hotel uh so it's basically a bunch of stuff like that but the other one is essentially like taking the fishing mini game that you do in the game so you know just like catch fish for food um and there's like 40 different species of fish on this island that you can go to and you can like build your own aquarium and stuff like that the way it's worded i don't know if fishing's in the base game which I wouldn't be super upset about because there's always ways to get food in the game. And, like, listen, if I can't fish, I'm not going to be kicking myself. But this one I'm kind of bummed about, like, being locked behind DLC. There is a season pass for $19 if you want all three. You know how I am usually when I play a game. Like, I'll play through it, and if, if the DLC isn't out by the time I'm done with the game, I'm going to be like, eh, I'll pass. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a pity, but for people who are complaining like, Oh, I can't believe they wait. Like the DLC's coming out right when the game came out. You have to remember the game's actually been out for seven months. And by right. the time this comes yeah, out, exactly. it's just like, you're exactly. we're, we're playing catch up with Japan. So just keep that in mind. I know people are going to wait until there's like, if there's a full edition of dragon quest builders two. I don't blame those people. But for me, it looks like from what I understand, the base game has plenty mm-hmm. and I'll just do that. But that's just a big dump that we got on that. Cool. Uh, and then uh one thing uh a subsidiary accidentally leaked Darksiders 2 coming to Nintendo Switch in August. Whoopsies. Whoopsies. Uh won't be picking this one up, but uh you didn't like the first one? No, I would want to. I I whatever I've read about the first and the second one, I think I'd enjoy the first one more, but I haven't even bought that one so. Mm.
1: Oh, I thought you did. For some
0: no. Reason no. I was oh, I Alice was really did. I was really thinking about it, but I never ended up doing it. Uh And the last thing I have is, uh, it's, it's, it's not Nintendo related, but it is, uh, gaming related. Uh, GameStop is changing how it does its pro membership. Did you see this? Uh, no. So, it's, it used to be $15 a year, and is now gonna go up to $20 a year. However, you're losing out, you used to get, like, 10% off all pre-owned games. That's going away, but you're basically getting a certificate every month for $5 off anything in the store. So, essentially, if you go into the store and make 12 purchases over the course of a year, you're getting $60 off.
1: That is not anywhere near as much money as I've been getting off in past years.
0: Yeah, it's like, for me, I'm like, I don't really care. They're trying to save money. <laughs> yeah, well, my, my pro membership expired, I think, in uh, April, I think. And I was just like, they, every time I go, you want to renew? No. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Until they say to me, you can renew with the points you already have for free, then I will do it. <laughs> but not a moment before. That's usually how I do it. Yeah. So Well and now it's gonna take more points. It will take more points. But it's you know, for some people if you go, I mean, if you're buying a game every month and you're not buying games used, it's better. If you're buying games used a lot, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what can you do? Mm-hmm. But I figured that's 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 news on the horizon. I think it's important for people to know about. Right. So yeah, GameStop. But that is all the news I have. Do you have anything else before we move on to our, I... our pre-3 discussion? Pre-3. Matt, we have three weeks before E3. I'm so excited. I was looking at my calendar because Matt and I, and I don't know who else is coming with us, but we're going to a water park the first Friday in June. And uh, I was looking at that and I took off and I was like, oh, it's only like two weeks away. And then I was like, the week after that is E3. Yeah. Like, no.
1: So this weekend is Memorial Day. Yes. The next weekend... So, next week is a four-day work week. Yes. The next week is a four-day work week, because yes. we're
0: going to the water park on Friday. Yeah. And the next week is E3. Yeah. So, it's Christmas in July. Yep. <laughs> or June. <laughs> I'm going to do the same thing I did last year, where I... Um, th- the Monday before E3, I go out to lunch, and I find a place where I can sit and seem innocuous, and make sure it has good streaming. So, I, like, I go on Twitch and like make sure everything works. And then, on Wednesday... I say, I have to take a long lunch. I have to make a couple phone calls. And I go out somewhere and I watch the entire direct live. It's going to be fun. I'm so excited.
1: See, I'd rather just wait until I get home. And then I can have all the hype to myself.
0: Well, I have all the hype sitting there. I mean, I was sitting in, like, a nice little, uh, Poke Bowl shop. And I was just like, oh, they put Lucina. Oh, and Cloud's back in the game. Here we go. (laughs) And Salad Snake. I wasn't saying these things out loud, mind you, but I was excited. See in my basement, I can say them out loud. Yes. Well, I come here, and I yell it into a microphone. <laughs> yeah, you do. So, yeah, e is real close. But Yeah, we're really close. Yeah. I'm really excited. So, me and Matt, we only have two more games to talk about before our pre-3 uh, bingo board. Yes. Which we're going to so, make again this year. Listen, so. We
1: are going to make it. Stay tuned for how incredibly wrong we are this yeah. time.
0: Well, listen, one of my things already was Slay the Spire available now, so I have to come up with at least one more new bingo yes, line. Yes, you do. Uh, but this week we're talking about Pokemon. So, me and Matt talked about this briefly last week, where we're talking about how we're, because the game's already been announced, we expect at least some info about the game. I actually had to talk to Mike about this one, because Mike was like, mm, but they never really do E3.
1: But... They do and they don't. So, for the past, since Sun and Moon, I would say Pokemon has had a substantial presence at E3. Maybe not necessarily in Nintendo's presentation, but they have had a presence at E3. Whether it's, you know, in the Treehouse... Or, like, I mean, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee had a show floor demo.
0: Yes. My, the only way that they don't announce a bunch of information at E3 would be, like, if the week before E3 they gave us info dump, and then they had the playable demo with all that information in it on Treehouse and on the show floor. I could see that happening still, but the fact is, like, that kind of counts as E3, let's be honest. Basically. Yeah. You know, people aren't, like, I, I remember saying, oh, well, you know, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee were not announced at E3, but... Well, that, that E3, is a thing that but...
1: other companies have started to do. Like, a lot of companies will start dropping E3 trailers the week before E3 now.
0: Yeah. Because, yeah, if you want to... If you don't want something spoiled, sometimes it's easier to say, Hey, can you set up this Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee demo thing at the E3 show floor and not leak it? Oh, let's just announce it.
1: Right. And, I mean, more so than that, just, like, the hype is so there the yeah. week before. So, like... People are so excited at that point in time; they're just ravenous for anything. People like, are ready. Companies drop
0: trailers the week before. People are like, "Oh my god, yeah, E 3 It gets exciting. You just can't do it the week after E three. That's just not right. Yeah, that's that's, that's just, that doesn't work at all. We're that's, all just that's sitting. Literally, there. the opposite effect you want. Yeah, that everyone. It's like it's like saying, it's like bringing out a delicious chicken at like nine p.m. on Thanksgiving. You're like, no, no, I, yeah, no, it's like, I got it. You enough. missed the
1: celebration.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, Pokemon, we've talked about Sword and Shield. One of our first episodes was about the game that would become Sword and Shield. Yes, it was. And, uh, you know, so let's keep this kind of brief, but still I want to talk about some cool things that I'm really hopeful for. Like, my big hope, and I said that, I've said i said this before, my big hope, and from what it sounds like it's going to be a thing, is a new version of Regional variants. I want yes. Galar version of Pokemon. Yeah, well, yeah, like,
1: the, the same as Alolan.
0: Yeah, but. I, yeah, want, I uh, really want Galarian Pokemon. Maybe Galarian Gen 2 Pokemon, just so we can keep that system going. Something. As long as it's not Kanto. Yeah, well, I mean, Johto's not Kanto. Uh, no, it's not. I yeah. like Johto more than Kanto. Well, I mean, I don't blame you. <laughs> Johto's really good. Um.
1: Yeah, no, I just, I am, I'm very excited to see what they can pull out. I would really like to see some new features, which we've discussed before. Mm -hmm. Just like, I mean, there's not a lot to say about Pokemon other than what we've already said, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like, there are things that I want to talk about that I think are, I don't want to say safer, but more reasonable, even if they, like, change a bunch of things that could still happen. Like, like, Larian Forms. Like, if they were to make some crazy overhaul to the combat system, that would still probably happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I feel like,
1: Galarian forms have a higher probability than other things of happening, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we, we just, like, got confirmation of customization happening now. Yes. Um, I would really
0: love to see some kind of a quest system. Yeah, something, some kind of side quest for the game. I mean, just obviously, side quests in general? Is, like, yeah. You
1: know, you saw them in Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon where they're, like, mini quests where it was, like, Pick up ten pukimukoos on the beach.
0: Yeah. You know what I or mean? even just like those trainers who are like, Hey, can you catch me like, you know, three rock roughs? If you come back here, I'll fight you with a powerful rock ruff. Right. And it's like, oh, okay, sure. And then you're running through the grass and you find a Pokemon that you didn't know was there. And it's like, oh that's cool. You know, things to incentivize you to go do things maybe you right, wouldn't exactly. do. But I mean, In order to justify that, this game world
1: needs to be more fleshed out than other ones in the past. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Alola was so stylized. It was very easy for them to say, yeah, okay, so here's surfing and here is, you know, island challenges and, like, these weird things that are going on in this area that that kind of, you know, begeted these people saying, do this thing. You're like, yes, I want to go do that And
1: it was, I would say, fairly big.
0: Yeah. I mean, Alola's a big region. Like, when you really think about it, the second and third island are massive in those Mm -hmm. games. And, you know, so much so that I was thinking about the other day, and I was like, I can't wait to play Pokemon again. Like, I'm excited to, like, play competitively again and all that stuff. And it actually reminded me, another thing that I really, really hope for is, like what they did in Sun and Moon, a delayed rollout of transferring Pokemon. When, When you could only play with Alolan Pokemon in Pokemon Sun and Moon, and, like, we were just starting to, like, make teams and, like, design things stuff like that. I loved that because it was, like, it's still Pokemon. It's still competitive battling. You're still thinking that way. But it's kind of, like, forcing you to experiment and try the new features that the game has to offer. The new attacks, the new forms, the new Pokemon. And it's almost like a mini meta, which was kind of cool. Right. remember it was, yeah. like, you know, Celesteela was super powerful because there wasn't a strong enough fire type against it. And that was a meta that just doesn't exist anymore because, right, because
1: in, you have those. You have Heatran.
0: Heatran destroys Celesteela. Yep. And that's fine. But I liked that idea of, like, the mini-meta and, like, really making sure people experiment with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that I was thinking about, and I don't know how you feel about that, like, new and crazy, like, items for the game. You know, like, when, when Choice, the Choice items came out, that was kind of a big deal. You know, right. oh, yeah, you can't yeah. use a new attack, but your speed is up by 30%. Like, things like that. I feel like, you I know, mean, they've been doing a lot of that. Uh, that's something that you didn't really see a lot of in Sun and Moon. Yeah, I mean, I think Z-Crystals kind of took that spot. And yeah, but Z-Crystals were Z-Crystals. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying it was a good thing. I'm just saying probably why we didn't see a lot of them right. was Z-Crystals. But yeah, I mean, even thinking about, you know, things like Evolite. Like, who thought of that? It's a perfect idea, and it's like, it makes Pokemon who, you know, like, Chansey is better than Blessing now because yeah. of Evolite. Yep. But then there's also Pokemon that were okay and now they're really good like i remember when we were making pokemon teams duo blade with an Eviolite is really interesting because you know Aegislash is banned in most formats but duo blade's really cool and he's got an awesome type combination and it just gives you more options right. and i like that and i think that's something even if they kind of keep it safe generally speaking that's something they could really easily do and say this is a big change you know mm-hmm. for competitive battling at least uh, and the last thing I, I put on my list are just things that I really want to see more of. I want to see, like, a way that, like, in the game... Can I just make it so I always do double battles? What? Like, can you, I always do double battles? Do you want to always do double battles? I would love to try that. You know, because, I mean, I think about, like, VGCs every year. They've never had a VGC where it was 1v1. That's it's not o- true. The very first one was. And how did that go? I don't know. I wasn't there. Good enough that they did doubles ever since. Well, Uh, I I like singles a lot. No, I like singles. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like the Pokemon company really likes doubles. Yeah. And I really enjoy doubles. But I think part of the reason I don't... Part of the reason I don't, like, want to build double battle teams is the fact that, you know, in in usually a game of Pokemon, except for, like, you know, Ruby and Sapphire, how many double battles do you do? Like, six or seven? And then maybe, like, there's a point when, like, you know, an NPC joins up with you and you're just basically doing a single battle... But you have somebody who's taking all the hits for you. Right. You know? And I would love to see more implementation into the main game of just, like, more double battles. Because I think there's a lot of design space there that they've explored, and it's really interesting. You know, I mean, obviously, like, you know, when you see these VGC games, with like, Trick Room is a big deal. But, you know, for example, in in Singles, you know, they gave Incineroar Intimidate. and. Whatever. Incineroar is playable now. But in doubles, Incineroar getting Intimidate, that changed the entire metagame. Right. And that was one Pokemon getting one ability that doesn't break the game. You know, Oranguru and Passimian, two Pokemon that don't really work in single battles, but in double battles, both of them have had a presence, and they're a big deal. And I just feel like there's so many different ways that they can easily build on the game if they put more of a presence in double battling. And it's like, I mean, it's harder, I'm sure. You know, you have a lot more things going on in a double battle. But I, I like double battling. And I'd love to push, like, have a push in-game for more people to play that way. You know, does that make sense? Right. But I don't know. Uh, but, I mean, Matt, what about you? What are your, like, if, if you said, like, what are your biggest hopes for Pokemon? Okay. Like, so like, I know I know you really want changes in the battle system and stuff like that. But well, like,
1: well, well, it's like, I say I really want changes in the battle system. But do I really want, like want changes in the battle system because like I think that's what Pokemon is you know what I mean yeah. like like if you want a different battle system there are other games like other Pokemon
0: games that are spin-offs with different battle systems and I will say I'm sorry I don't mean to cut you off on this but I think ever since we started doing this podcast I remember always being like why does Matt want active time Pokemon in Pokemon battles and I think I could never really state why I didn't want it and I think that's really what it is especially nowadays I'm like now, Pokemon is such a big brand that if I want active time Pokemon battling, I will pull out that Weevil and that Chandelure, right, and I will right, beat right. your ass. But I mean, like, <laughs> still, like, remember when I made that
1: comparison a long time ago to, um, you no know, Yes, I would, I would still love to see a Pokemon game with that, and I would still love to see a Pokemon game where, um, it controls like the character V in Devil May Cry Five. Mm -hmm. because I just think that would be very interesting like I, I would still love to see those things but when it comes to just Pokemon like I mean turn based is like that's the game that's what it is and you know people are like oh Pokemon always stays the same but it's like Uncharted had four games, and they're always cover-based platformer shooters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't expect a game series to just totally change genres. Yeah, because... Like, I Mario's mean, been jumping up and down for over 20 years. Yeah. It, it, the reason that it's good is that,
0: you know, the, the system exactly. works.
1: And, like, I think that's why... I mean, that's why it is what it is. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And I think I'm... I'm I, I also still i am under the impression that generally Pokemon gets a bad rap because it is the most popular turn-based right. combat system... And, you know, a lot of people don't like turn-based combat systems, and they're allowed to have those opinions, but...
1: But I would still... So, like, I want it to stay like that, but I would still not mind another... Like, a mini game style. You know what I mean? Like, remember, um, there was, like, those Poké Olympics, I think, in, like, 4? I mean... Oh, and Gold and Soul Silver, the Athlon or whatever? Yeah. 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 Like... You could do cute things like that or like have like Pokemon like mini games where Pokemon fight each other in different ways. Yeah. Like you could you could Not say good contests, like that. but something like that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I I am most excited for E three to see new things, you know, like the things that are staying the
0: same, don't show me at E three. Show me brand new stuff. Yeah. Like I know we'll probably see fifty to sixty new Pokemon in this game. Right. Don't show me that. I
1: show me that later. I know I'm gonna probably spoil it for myself before the game comes out, out of my own curiosity. You don't know oh show me now. We
0: did. We did that. Do you remember
1: that when the, when Sun and
0: Moon leaked? Oh, both yeah. of us were like, we're not gonna look at it. And then we texted you like, did you look at it? Yeah. No, no, no. It was. It was. We were both in. Co- we were in college yeah. together at the time, and it came out, and Yumi and Tim texted each other, We were like, nobody look. But the demo leaked the entire Pokedex. You and I made it 20 minutes. Yeah, we yeah, was like, like 20 years later, I was so like, like, do you want to look? And you're like, yeah. And I was like, whoa, look at that thing. It's like Kirby, but it's got a mouth that's got like eight rows of teeth. <laughs> God, we made it. We didn't even make, we didn't even oh make God. it the day. I know. Yeah, so let that happen later. Show yeah, us the things. that we're
1: Like, I just want to see new things.
0: Yeah. I want to see Pokemon following me. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did that in, they did that in, uh, Pikachu and Eevee, like, come I on. know,
1: but, I, like... I'm if, still... If I'm... I could choose anything, genuinely anything to be in this game, that's probably Ooh. what be. No, no. To be able to play with all of my Pokemon instead of just my partner Pokemon. Agreed. Again. If, if they take away, like, Pokemon and me or Pokemon Refresh, I'll be really upset. I would be I, very I, surprised I, if I'll they did. I'll be really upset because I really love those.
0: Yeah. I want to be able to also still connect with my Pokeball Plus and, like, take them on, a ro- on the road with me, mm-hmm. you know? I remember when I... Because... I remember
1: um, when Sun and Moon first came out. It was a time where I was taking long train rides. And I loved to just sit there and pet my Pokemon and brush my Pokemon. It was just so much fun.
0: Yeah. It's, it's it's you know, it's like it, we like Pokemon, but the little things in those games are what, what make them make the reason that we love them what so What I much. have
1: always said about Pokemon is I care more about the world building and the emotions you're supposed to be forming and the connections that you're supposed to be making with these fictitious Animals? digital creatures. Yeah. No, I, we're care, digital I care. About so much You're more. Oh, yeah, digital are getting way to so, digital monsters. Uh, we're getting copyright <laughs> <laughs> um, I care so much more about that stuff than the combat when I'm playing through the story.
0: Yeah. And I, I really enjoy doing the combat. I love playing the turn-based battles like these epic battles with, you know, my my 6 IV 31 attack stat, 252 right. attack EVs. But, but behind that, is the Celesteel that I just wish I could cuddle a little bit. Yeah,
1: right. You know, I, like... Or like like when when Decidueye would withstand a hit with one HP because it didn't want you to feel sad.
0: it looks at It's like, I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm like, you go. Yeah. Stuff I, like I that. I love that. It's
0: the little things that
1: really matter. Yeah, exactly. I, was, I, I would love to see more animations for the Pokemon.
0: Players. Yeah, some of the combat attacks we've seen so far do look more impressive than they once did. I don't know.
1: Like what I remember from that reveal trailer, it it didn't wow me like I hoped it would wow me. Um and the the animations did kind of look sun and moony to me.
0: Yeah. I just hope that they'll I hope that they'll just do a little bit more. Because like I mean the joke is always people talking about like look at look at Pokemon Stadium and then look at Sun and Moon. Right? Like the 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 animations in, in the original Pokemon Stadium were crazy. But then part of me always thinks well that's true. Yes, but first off there was like 200 less attacks and the entire point of this game was let's make pokemon fight and make it look fancy. Like that was the point of the game. Right. But I think they could still take in a couple extra steps, you know. Like yeah. make make some of the attacks that aren't, you know, like earthquake and surf and yeah. and you know the hydro pump like make those attacks. I cooler.
1: would I would love to see like, when you're still deciding, like, your move... I, like, we basically know this isn't, like, a thing anymore. But while you're still deciding your move, if the Pokemon were still doing something instead of just standing there... Yeah. You know, like, running around or, like, doing, like, little, like, jabs and dodges at each other... Yeah, I mean, like, they, they still... Was,
0: that they would s- be cute. They do things, but, like, they're subtle things, you know? Yeah. Like, like a Weezing will sit there and it'll kind of, like, it's opening animation it'll just, like, you know, it goes... Yeah, and, like, it shoots out a little thing, but then it'll just go back. Yeah, a couple little things. Maybe, like... And here's something we haven't been proven wrong about... Maybe, like, what if when your Pokemon's at threat health, like, it starts, like, you can see it. That would because, be really cool. Because nowadays, like, the thing is, like, the Pokemon, whatever animation it has is slower, right? If it's at lower health. Mm-hmm. But I want to see more than that. Like a damage animation? Yeah, that'd be really yeah, cool. Yeah, like, like a weakened Pokemon. Some people,
1: like, some people make the argument of, like, oh, there's over 800 Pokemon now. Do you really expect them to make new animations for all of them? Yeah. my answer is yes. If you're making a product and you want it to be quality, you should be willing to put in the work. Yeah. And I th- I think Pokemon Company is I think Pokemon Company's biggest issue though, and Game Freak with Pokemon when it comes to Pokemon is like, we're Pokemon we could do we could change nothing and you'll still buy the game you know what I mean yes it's the same problem that Disney has where Disney's like we can just keep re-releasing the same
0: movie, and you'll buy like, it like I'm still gonna see Aladdin opening weekend you know what I mean yeah like <laughs> yeah and I get that and I think it's also the idea that you know they know that if they make a sequel every year we'll buy it. But unfortunately when you're making a sequel every year, it's kinda hard to well, do eight hundred of, of anything.
1: That Activision was saying like the next Call of Duty in twenty twenty might be the last Call of Duty, because like they make a sequel every year and it's just not working out for them. You yeah. know? I mean
0: like Pokemon's nowhere near that right now. No, it's but gone. if they don't change enough, it, maybe they might maybe someday
1: that. that might be a danger.
0: Yeah, well it might just be that hey, we can't release a new game every year. Right. And I I would rather them stop releasing a game every year
1: and make them genuinely different then release a game every year and have them be like a little different
0: yeah and i want them to i mean obviously i i, I don't want to sound like i'm I'm selfish here but i want them to do more things that aren't just pokemon i mean like
1: well, i we'll love i town. love
0: pokemon sun and moon but Pokemon tournament is something so different oh,
1: we're still talking about Pokemon. <laughs> pokemon. <Yeah>. no i'm selling <laughs>
0: pokemon like i mean no get me wrong game freak is gonna make town and it's gonna be awesome don't right, get me wrong right. but yeah the idea of just saying hey Here's Pokemon doing something different. I love I, that. I mean, even though Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee at its base was a Pokemon game. Yeah, it is.
1: It's a Pokemon game.
0: It, it has enough things different about them. I'm like, this is a really fun experience. It felt different. And, I mean, Pokemon's obviously the it very advanced example. I, I just example. want
1: a Pokemon 2.
0: Like, I know you That's do. And, really and all and listen, I want. Listen, if if Pokemon 2 gets announced, I promise you, I will take off the day it comes out. I we will play together.
1: I, try, I tried to make everyone take off that day. You remember that? When the first one came out for the Wii U, we tried, and and Tim was the only one who did, and we got it. When GameStop opened, we played it for like three rounds, and Tim was like, I feel sick, I'm going home.
0: I was like, all right, bye, I'm going to bed. Well, we'll find... We gotta do that again because we haven't done that since Splatoon too. Oh my god, that was so fun. Well, actually, I, t- I, I, I worked from home with air quotes around it for Smash Brothers, but yeah, mm-hmm. there's gotta be a game. This year, Matt, before this year is over, you and I are taking off a day to play a video to game. To play a video game. Because there's nothing more nerdy than that There is and nothing we wrong. should not be... Okay. We're going to the World Championships this year, so... Yeah, yeah actually, we can announce Hopefully. that. <laughs> Our pl- the, the Pink Gold Peers are planning to take on Washington, D.C. for the Pokemon World Championships this year. Maybe. Maybe. Otherwise, we're going to be live tweeting it while we eat themed snacks for an entire weekend. Yeah. It's true. either we're taking off Friday and going down to DC, or we're taking off Friday and sitting in Matt's basement for three days.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yep. Either way, I don't think it's a bad idea. <laughs> no, I'm still very excited.
0: Yeah, it's going to be good.
1: Um, probably the last thing that I have to say about Pokemon Sword and Shield that I hope is in the game is a better photo mode.
0: Yeah, I felt so bad for that photo mode because everyone's like, it's photo mode! You guys loved Pokemon Snap! I was like, yeah, but this is garbage.
1: They should do something more like uh, the way Pokemon Go does it now, where you can just go into any of your Pokemon and take pictures of your Pokemon. Yeah. And I mean, I would like to see more like animation or customization options with it in the actual game. But still, I think it would be really nice to have a photo mode, especially if this game is going to look really pretty. Like, oh, yeah. I would love to be able to go anywhere in Galar and take a picture of my Pokemon. Like, what if I can go over to that lake we saw in the reveal trailer and t- take a picture of my Rayquaza? You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: No, I like the idea of that. I also like the idea of maybe even saying, like, maybe because Pokemon Let's Go kind of took the Safari Zone's thunder a little bit, make the Safari Zone, like, Pokemon Snap levels. And then maybe yeah. there's a way that if you take, a like, a really high-quality picture of a Pokemon... You know, you could say, wow, that Pokemon loved that you paid so much attention to it that it wants to join your team. Do you want it to join your team? So it'd be like it'd be like Pokemon Snap, but there's like a little extra bonus at the end that if you find a rare Pokemon, you might be able to actually have it join your party. Yeah,
1: that'd be really cool.
0: Something and, like I that. Mean,
1: who knows how Pokemon Go is gonna connect to this game.
0: Yeah, it's gotta do something. It would be shocking to me if it didn't connect to Especially game with somewhere. Meltan. Something has to Especially
1: happen. with Meltan and just the way that like how popular pokemon go is like still
0: like i feel like pokemon go just dipped and then it shot back up you know what i mean yeah like it's it's huge still it's still it's it's amazing how many people still play you know i mean i work in new york city so i see people all the time but even like walking around town here yeah. where i live i saw I, see people. Um, I saw footage
1: of um buenos aires for for uh torchic day yeah and it's it was crazy like genuinely crazy how many people were there that's wild and like um, I was seeing like Starbucks' is in the area were still giving out, like <coughs> Pokeball Frappuccinos. Oh yeah. It's like like it's it's still huge in many places of the world. So hopefully hopefully we see what that does. But yeah. I think it's time to uh call time it. Time to an wrap episode. it up. I think it's time
0: to call an episode too. So um Matt, yes. what is your fun fact for the week?
1: My fun fact for the week is if you're gonna keep your windows open in this hot summer, kiddos, make sure there's no holes in the screens on your windows. Otherwise, Flies and bees will come in and try to sting you in the middle of the night.
0: I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. <laughs> um, my fun fact is uh, if you are a uh, commuter of New York City, be watchful. There's a supervillain running through the subway right now. There is a man who jumps on the back of subway cars, like the very last one, and there's always there's a there's a booth there for the conductor basically, so when the train has to go the other way, they don't have to like turn the whole train around. Right. And apparently they believe he has some kind of master key because he jumps on the back of the car, opens up the conductor's thing, pulls the emergency brake, the whole subway stops, he jumps out the back, runs into the shadows.
1: Oh my god. He's a
0: super villain. That's so scary. Well, I mean, thankfully, I mean it's an emergency brake, so it's like you're, you're not hurt. And right. you know, because of thankfully with modern technology, it's once the train stops, everybody knows. But yeah, there's a guy like running around just like causing problems with commutes. But still, I mean, yeah. like, I don't know, if you were to go into the train, that'd be really scary. Oh yeah. But yeah, there's a super villain on the loose. They'll catch him. The NYPD knows what's up. But yeah, I just wanted to share that with you guys. You know. Um, but anyway, uh, that's our show. So if you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us on Twitter. I think that's the best way to reach out to us, at uh, Pink Gold That's all one word. You can send Matt hate mail at our Gmail, pinkgoldpeeps at gmail.com. Hate me up. Uh, you, can, <laughs> you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud or iTunes. We, we update there every, uh, every week. And uh, thank you for Rick's record for making our opening. Follow him on SoundCloud. And thanks, Rob, for editing the show every week. And uh, Matt, do you have anything else to say before we close out? Ciao. No, no, no. I say that, and then you usually say something, or you say nothing, and then I say, Okay, that's it. Good night, everybody. And then you say... ciao.